Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, and from that Savior we celebrate, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. For our encouragement as we begin our worship and praise of our Lord and Savior in the new year, is taken from our gospel reading, second chapter of the first 12 verses, I'd like to read just the first two and the last two verses. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who's been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Magi. We used to call them wise men. Wise men and wise women still seek him. Do you have a nativity set in your home? This is one of the the bushes, But I must admit... My most popular nativity set is the one that we gave out at Christmas for Kids, the finger puppet one. We had Mary and Joseph and Jesus. We had one wise man, two wise men. Of course, you have to have three wise men. And we had one Roman soldier. Now, I could have done with less wise men and more angels and a shepherd or two, but that's what came, so that's what we gave out. We had about 50 full sets of these left after Christmas for Kids, so I brought them along to the live nativity. Now, one of the neat additions to the live nativity this year was some of you brought in your nativity sets. Well, when the little children came in, especially those that went to play with your breakable ones, I scurried over there and I said, how would you like a set of your own? And uh, gave them to them. We sing songs like, We Three Kings of Orient Are. And we don't really know a whole lot about them. Only what scripture tells us. What we are told, though, is they didn't bow down with shepherds at the cradle. If you listen closely... They came when Jesus and Mary and Joseph were already in the house, probably many months later. But they still came to seek him. So that's why we talk about this being the Christmas for the Gentiles, a reason to leave your nativity set up at least till this late of date, if you will. It's uh, tomorrow, the 6th, Epiphany. Epiphany means reveal, where... We spend more time on looking at how Jesus, the Savior of the world, was revealed to the world. Maybe leave it up all year long. Be a nice you know, discussion starter about what we believe about Jesus. A good reminder for us that wise men and women still seek him. And someone may ask, well, who is the him? Well, the baby who was born to be king of the Jews, of course. Where's the one who's been born king of the Jews? The wise men, the magi asked. 
And where would you ask such a thing? Well, you go to the capital city, of course. And they asked there. But it, it seems like no one knew anything about this king. Now, if you or I would go over to England shortly after, even now, the future King George was born, I mean, anybody and everybody could tell you about that king. But not this one. So they headed up to the present king, Herod, and asked him. He didn't seem to have a clue either. So he brought in the Jewish teachers. He asked them where the Messiah was to be born. Messiah? So this was just not a king or a future king. This was the Messiah, the anointed one, the one that would fulfill all of God's Old Testament prophecies and promises about a Savior. They did not just seek a king. They were seekers of the King of kings and Lord of lords, the Savior of God's people. Wise men and women still seek him. Who did you seek this last Christmas? If we travel around our neighborhoods or maybe the neighborhood where you lived, the Christmas decorations that are up, these big blow-up globe thingies, I guess that's the, the latest thing. And how many of those had a manger scene or, or wise men in them? Oh, you could find a few, especially on some preacher's or uh, principal's yards, uh, you know, there are some set up there. Or if you go down to Christmas in the park, a lot of displays, a multitude of trees, and, and yes, some of those, if you looked really closely, though you couldn't touch them, you could see some uh, religious figures, but not a whole lot of other displays. I saw one. Or go to the, you know, Vasona's Festival of Lights. Beautiful, outstanding. I mean, you sit and wait for an hour and a half, and how many things about uh, Jesus or wise men or shepherds do we see? Not many. But then, was Jesus always the center of all of our Christmas parties and activities during these holy days, you know, holidays? Probably not. But those where Jesus was, weren't they exciting? I mean, I, I hope that, that you have fond memories of uh, over 100 children who came to Christmas for Kids, and at each station we'd give them one of these finger puppets. Or if you were one of those that pounded nails and put together for seemingly weeks, the things for the live nativity. Or one of you who braved those nights in the cold as uh, shepherds and angels and Mary and, and Joseph and Roman soldiers and uh, a Jewish scribe. Maybe you were cold then, but the memories, I hope, are warm and tingling when you think about the hundreds and hundreds of people Seeking the real message of the season came and saw it, and you were a part of it. There still are people who seek Jesus, or at least need to seek him. Why seek him then? Why seek him now? 
he, being Herod, sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. The wise men undoubtedly traveled hundreds of miles to see Jesus. Now, you maybe had family or friends or you yourself traveled hundreds or maybe thousands of miles by road or by air for Christmas. But I don't think it's anything like what these people went through. I mean, how long does it take riding a, a horse or a camel or a donkey to go hundreds of miles across vast areas of desert with robbers and thieves at every corner, having to carry most likely all the food and water? And there were a lot more than three that would travel carrying these valuable things. Why would they make so much effort and take so much time and spend their whole Christmas vacation traveling so they could worship this child, right? Worship this special child. I mean, why do you go through every year all the efforts of taking down the Christmas tree or buying the Christmas tree and setting up this wonderful Christmas tree and taking down this wonderful Christmas tree and all the things that we do, the time and the effort and the money. Isn't it so that we can worship this, this special child too? Why all this effort? Expense? See, we like the Magi. And everyone else... Is dying. And we need a, if you will, a spiritual operation. We are drowning and need a lifesaver. <clears throat> we are dying of lack of nourishment and need the spiritual bread that Jesus offers. Dying of thirst and need the living water. And Jesus is and gives all of these things. See, God put in everyone a need to have a relationship with him. But sin and Satan and sinful natures try to cloud over that or substitute other things to try to fulfill that need to know God and to have a relationship with God. We've tried some of those things, right? But they always come up empty. Because they are not God. They are not the Savior. Jesus is worth any sacrifice, traveling any distance, even all the way to church. Wise men and women still seek him. Where or how did they find him? Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose. God gave these magi, these wise men, a traffic light that said, go, follow this way. How did they know that, that this sign, this star, was the signal that a, that a king was born a long ways away in Israel? Why did they travel there? We don't know. We're not told that in Scripture. But it's not hard to make some educated guesses. See, if the wise men, the Magi, came from Babylon, which many people think it would be a logical, uh, logical thought process there, 
Well, then they would have had the opportunity to know about the Jewish people. When? Well, when they were taken in, the Jewish people were taken into captivity. Seventy years they spent in Babylon. In the book of Daniel, it talks about magi, wise men. Matter of fact, it says Daniel at one time was the head of them. Well, if Daniel was there and he confessed his faith and the other, the other Jewish leaders confessed their faith, and when they were allowed to go back, only a remnant went back. Most of them stayed, the Jewish people stayed in Babylon in that area. So these magi or their forefathers surely could have heard and known the promise of a special king, a special king that would be born and a star that would lead them. Whatever the reason was, they came. They came. Well, when no one knew where the special, the special king was born, they did the logical and reasonable thing which educated people do. You go to the present king and ask him. Well, sadly, that king was not very kind. He was not very reasonable. And he wasn't looking for somebody to replace him. Herod was a brilliant man, but a very cruel and evil man. He happened not to be Jewish at all. So he didn't, he didn't know what the prophecies were, but he didn't know who did. So when he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem and the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. Very quickly, Herod found out it was Bethlehem, and he told the Magi. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. Magi, now equipped with what the Bible said, took action. How about us? In this new year, are we, are, are we going to equip ourselves with what the Bible says? Regularly come to church, make it a habit to, to do Bible study, whether it's a group Bible study here or a private study at home. Listen to what God has. Listen to where he wants to lead us in this year and then act on it. Wise men and women still seek him. Where do they find him? Well, when they find him, what do they bring him? On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. When they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Wise men and women still bring Jesus what the Magi did. First of all, they bring him their respect in their worship, and their praise. And that's what we do. That's why you're here. You're here to, to thank God for all the blessings, to praise him for the kind of God he is, who would love people like you and me and Magi that don't deserve to be loved, deserve not to be loved. How can you not but fall down and honor and worship that kind of a God. 
how blessed we are to know the rest of the story. To know that Jesus, this one born, lived a perfect life and died a sacrificial death and rose again on Easter. But it wasn't a wicked and cruel Herod that ended his life. It wasn't a wicked and cruel Satan that ended his life. But it was a loving, caring God that chose this way to have Jesus suffer and die for our sins. And for the sins of all the wise men and women that will ever live. For the Herods. And even to pay for the sins of those who will never seek him nor find him. But for those to whom the Holy Spirit leads to Jesus and opens up their hearts to believe in Jesus. To those people, what a wonderful thing it is to follow the star as the wise men did. And we do that every year because we read and listen and believe what Scripture tells us. Using this story of a baby that was worshipped, the Holy Spirit creates, strengthens faith and preserves that faith until heaven. Oh, yes, they brought gifts, precious gifts, gold. We do that in a little different form, right? But why do, do you bring a gift for? Not to earn something, but to thank someone. We do still do that, right? The gifts are to thank God, their gifts and our gifts. In thankfulness, we give our, our gold and our silver, okay, dollars and cents and debit cards, if you will. The wise men brought frankincense, incense, and myrrh. Incense is used in worship in the temple. The concept as it rose uh, into the air uh, it is, is like our prayers rise into the air, and God hears them and answers them. Everyone always has, always will, including in the year 2014 for you. Remember that. And then that myrrh, as we remember we sang in, in We Three Kings, that's used tonight, bodies that are dead. A reminder of the sacrifice that Christ gave for us. Wise men and wise men, women give their treasures. Many different kinds of treasures. Musical treasures that so many of you give. Treasures to work with children and work with youth. Treasures that uh, the leaders give of their time and their efforts. Audiovisual treasures, the sound room treasures. People that give because they love their Lord. And they have the opportunity to do that. May we be quick to do that also in the year 2014. What did the wise men receive from him? It says they were overjoyed. They were overjoyed on coming to the house. They saw the child with Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. See, wise men and women receive an overabundance of joy. We see that, that Christ child. When you realize who it is, and what he has done, and will do for us. That thrilling experience never ends. And you personally have experienced that again this year. Experience that every day as you remember that Savior. See, we too have had that opportunity, no less than the wise men, to see through eyes of faith Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and in a special way that they never had the chance to. Jesus is going to give us that body and blood, his body and blood, that, that lived a perfect life and suffered on the cross 
in Holy Communion. What a gift. What a gift to receive in Epiphany also. Wise men and wise women still seek him. What do they do after they find him? And have been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they return to their country by another route. Wise men and wise women, after seeing Jesus, go home, right? You go back to your families and friends and neighbors. You go back to work. But seeing Jesus changes you. It makes you a different person. It gives you a different message in, in your heart to come out of your mouth. My guess is the, the Magi didn't keep this experience to themselves, but told everyone. But we don't know that for sure. But what we do know and what we can control is what we do and what we say with this good news of a Savior born for us. We, like the first wise men, at least most of us, come from non-Jewish backgrounds, Gentiles. But Jesus was a savior of the Gentiles. That's why Epiphany is such a neat time, a reminder for us to share the message with the other non-Jewish people that God puts around us. In the year 2014, it's going to be exciting to see who God will lead to us and use us as instruments to the privilege of leading them to Jesus. So they too may be wise men and wise women and wise children. Amen.